The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It is uh, seven minutes after seven o'clock on your Wednesday evening, and welcome to it. It is a... Uh... It's a banner night, man. Ready for some phone calls. 416-870-6400. Let's talk some employment law. Maybe you're heading back to work. Maybe you're coming off a temporary layoff. Maybe you haven't heard anything yet from your employer. And you're standing there going, what do I do? I don't know what to do. What's the law? What's uh, What gives? I don't know where to go. You go right here. You make that phone call. You ask Lior your question. 416-870-6400. Any other employment matters, of course, uh, bring them on. We'll get the lots of stuff to talk about tonight. Want to mention as well the uh, phone number anytime to reach Lior outside of the show. 1-855-821-5900. Email is excellent as well. That is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And a website constructed just for you absolutely free and anonymous it's like having an employment lawyer with you at all times pocket coming up here termination of employees on disability leave we will get to that in a few minutes here but first pal the uh, the week that was what is going on on your side hey john uh, good to be here uh you know it's been a little while for me to be uh in, in the saddle talking employment law on radio so i'm really excited to be back and raring to go and hopefully uh, we get a lot of calls uh, because mm-hmm. I've been answering emails and questions and calls all day, all week, uh, and, and I'm, I'm ready to do that on air right now. As John said, if you have a question about your workplace situation, whether you've been laid off and you want to know what that means or for how long, maybe you, you've been called back to work but you're not sure if you're ready to go back to work, if you want to talk about what's going to happen in the fall, if you've been let go and you want to know what you're owed, if you've been constructively dismissed, you name it, now's the time, now's the place to call us and get those questions answered and get some certainty and hopefully some comfort uh, that you have rights, that the law does protect you and there is help. And of course, if you don't feel like getting on air tonight, not a problem. We're not going to be upset at you. Just give me a call or email me off air throughout the show. We'll give you that contact information. But as always, to get us going uh, before our calls, let me tell you about some situations that came across my desk. Now, usually I talk about a couple of cases. This time I'll actually talk about situations that I've seen come up often very recently. The first one has to do with this notion of how long do we have to wait to hear back from the company? I've been laid off for a while. I've been off for through two, three, five months. Company's not telling me anything. How long do I have to wait? Well. Let me answer that. If, in fact, you're inclined to simply wait and, and, and see how long the, uh, b- before the company gives you an answer, you may not have a definitive answer from the company until May of 2021. Okay? Wow. That's uh, some nine months from now. Okay? So if you're inclined to wait before the company tells you, you know, a definitive answer, that could be until May in 2021 because government of Ontario has said that right now employers can take up until September to decide, and after that they can put someone on a layoff for another eight months. So oh. potentially you may be waiting until uh, sorry, May 2021. That's why there's the second option. And the second option is you don't have to wait at all. The second option is that you can choose to treat your employment now as being terminated if you've been on a layoff. So you don't have to wait and see what happens. You can choose to treat that as a termination now, get your severance now, and move on and look for another job. 
So for many people, I think that's going to be an attractive option because waiting another nine months and being in limbo, and by the way, the SER benefit is going to be ending soon, that's just not going to be an attractive and a reasonable option. So if you haven't heard from your company, if you don't know what the status is, if they don't know, they're not getting back to you, it may be time to say, you know what, I'm treating that as a termination. I'm making the decision. I'm not waiting for the, waiting for the employer to make yeah. that decision. If that's what you want to do, if you want to get your severance, if you want to just move on, give me a call. Let's talk about that. Let's make sure that we make that happen. 416-870-6400. Going to talk about another matter here in a minute. Want to slide over quickly to uh, to Bob because our callers are always top priority. Bob, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. Yeah, um, so I work for a unionized company, so I know that's a little bit different. But uh, the thing is, our, uh, we have benefits, and my medical uh, covers uh, drugs and whatnot. But they're forcing me now to use their pharmacy, not the pharmacy that uh, is close to my house. Um, well, what's the situation there? Do I have a leg to stand on to change that? or? So th- this really does depend on, on the terms of the collective agreement as well as the past practice that it's been implemented. So the only one that can advise you if this is right, if this is legal, is the union. So you have to ask the union what your options are, if this is legitimate and legal. Uh, like I said, I, I would tell you they can't do that if you're in a non-unionized environment. The answer to that may be very different in the union environment, so you have to talk to the union. Well, past practices, they actually duped me into changing into this arrangement. I was encouraged to go and do it, and now it's not working out, and they tell me I can't go back. So, And, and that may be the case. I, I don't know because it really does depend on, on how it worked, and you have to ask the union. And that's, by the way, John, a very important uh, thing to remember for all right. uh, everyone out there listening that's unionized. Generally speaking, your, your first line, maybe your only line of defense when it comes to your workplace rights, is the union. And a lot of what we talk about on the show really only applies to non-union employees. Uh, If you have a a problem, a workplace issue, a concern, if you're unionized, you have to take that to the union. Thanks for your time, Bob. Appreciate that. 416-870-6400 is the number to use. Moving on down to uh, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Good evening. Hey, how's it going? Good, brother. What's, uh, What's on your mind? Um, I'm just calling my comp- I work for a manufacturing company and they're restructuring. So they gave us a notice there that you have three weeks to decide if you want to take a package or whatever. And they're trying to get rid of 30 to 40 people. And I'm at the bottom of the totem pole seniority wise. So I think I'm in danger. So they have a set date of November 1st. That is your termination date. But they said it's variable if they think you're not too much of an asset to the company. Are they allowed to do that? So I'm not sure exactly what, what they're doing, uh, Jacobs. They told you that you're out of a job come November? Um, so you have the chance to take a package, and then, like, they are offering voluntary um, termination right. with the package. But if they don't get enough people, then they're going to – enough people volunteering, then they're going to cut people after that. But the package will no longer be on the table. Okay. So are you, uh, are you unionized? No. So let me make it very clear that if, in fact, you don't volunteer and they decide to let you go, they're going to have to pay you. And, in fact, it's probably a heck of a lot more than what they're offering right now. So let's break this down. How long have you been with this company? Uh, only three years. Three years. And what kind of a job, Jacob, and how old are you? I'm 25, and I'm an uh, extruder operator. 
So you probably be looking at about four months pay. That's, that's what I would assess you at, about four months pay. So if you volunteer now, if you're happy with what they're offering, you can take it, whatever that is. If you're okay with it, no problem. If they yep. decide to let you go, if, forget about volunteering. They're saying, we've chosen you now, Jacob. We're going to let you go. That's what they would owe you. They can't avoid paying you that. So th those are the options. You can volunteer if you're happy with what they're offering. If you're not happy, don't volunteer. And if they decide to let you go, because as you said, you're, you're not very senior in the company, then they would have to pay you the severance that they owe you. So is that date set in stone, though? Because they kind of said that if they consider you an asset, that they can extend it out. But are they allowed to do that? Well, a company can let you go at any time. So they can let you go tomorrow or in November or whenever that is, as long as they pay you severance. So right now you haven't been let go and maybe they will, maybe they won't. That deadline really is meaningless only because they can decide when to do it. Uh, they can, okay. You can walk in tomorrow and they can say, I'm sorry, Jacob, today's your last day. That's okay. They can do that, but they have to pay you that severance. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Jacob. And uh, again, if you want to uh, follow up or something happens in the future, you're not sure where to go before you sign anything, of course, you uh, call Lior 1-855-821-5900. We'll take a short break here. Lots more to go. And uh, you want to make a phone call yourself, get on it. 416-870-6400. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. The Wednesday night edition of the Employment Law Show continues right here. Global News Radio. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 719, welcome back. Yeah, you bet. 416-870-6400, the number to call in and ask your questions here for the remaining time of the show this evening. You want to reach out through email anytime, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Let's just uh, let's just keep it going. Uh, Patterson, thanks for hanging on. Hello. Yeah, hi, hi, hi. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi. What's up? All right, so I just have a question. Now, I've been with a company for 15 years. We're in the automotive industry, automotive in industry selling aut automotive parts. Now, we, re we changed ownership about a year and a half, two years ago, but they carried over our tenure. Our pay remained the same. Everything remained the same. Now, I've been laid off because of COVID, and they keep telling me soon, 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 soon. And, and I have a feeling it's, it's they're just, you're just, you know, I won't be called back. I just got a feeling, you know. <laughs> You know, they so, come back on the, on the employees and so forth, but I have a feeling, you know. So, Patterson, you yeah. really have two choices here. The first choice is you can continue waiting and see what happens. And if you choose that, you could be waiting until May of next year. You could be waiting uh, until May 2021. Nah. So that's <laughs> option number one. Nah, option but... number two. Yeah. Option number two is you can treat this situation already. You've been laid off because of COVID. You can treat this as a termination of your employment, okay. and you can decide to get your severance. Now, after 15 years, you'll probably be looking at least at a year's pay, potentially even more than a year's pay. So that, those are the options. And, and obviously, it's your choice, but yeah. obviously, it's difficult to be in limbo, right? It's difficult yeah. to continue and not getting your full pay. So yeah. if you decide... I've had enough. You can you can do that. You can say no. I, I'm treating this as a termination. I want my severance. And Patterson, if that's what you decide to do, if you yeah. choose that option, give yeah. me a call before you do anything. Give me a call off air, and I'll help you do that. Okay. Uh, you give me a number off air. 
You bet. I'm going to give it to you uh, right now. As a matter of fact, Patterson, I'll give it several times throughout the show, and that is 1-855-821-5900. You can also go to employmentlawyer.ca or help at employmentlawyer.ca for email contact as well. Again, 1-855-821-5900. But here and right now, ask your questions. Get some quick answers, just like Patterson did, 416-870-6400. Diana, you are up next. Good evening. Good. What's up, my dear? What's going on? Um, so I work in a restaurant. I've worked there uh, on and off for through 12 years, about five years. Um, and when COVID happened, we obviously shut down. So um, when I tried to come back, they, uh, they had to fill out a form saying what our intentions were. I said I'd come back. Uh, it'd be part-time, be gradual, because I did get another job. But my plans were to come back full-time. Um, from that, I got zero communication. Several weeks later, I reached out, tried to figure out what was going on. They hired seven new full-time people without consulting me. Um, and I was just wondering, like, what are the rules or the parameters behind that? Were they allowed to do that, or would I not have had first right to be hired back? So, uh, Diana, before COVID uh, hit, you were working full-time? Yes. Or No, I was part-time. And now, when you wanted to come back to work, you, you also wanted to go back part-time? Correct. Uh, and was your schedule or your availability very, very different than what it was before COVID? No, it was exactly the same. I see. Okay. So, in that situation, it's not even really a question of whether what they did is right. It's a question of what they've actually done is they've terminated your employment, so they have to pay you severance. So, yeah, can they decide, you know what, we're not going to have Diana back, we're going to hire other people? Yeah, that's not a nice thing to do. It may not even be an ethical thing to do, but they can do that legally so long as they pay you severance. Now, how long have you worked there again? I've worked there for five years total. And, and most recently, your most recent tenure, how long was it? My most recent tenure was about two and a half years, and half of that was full-time. Okay. So uh, depending on whether we can get you credit for the full five years, you'd be probably owed anywhere from three to six months pay. Okay, that's what severance for you could look like. So uh, what I want you to do is I want you to connect with me off air. We're, we're going to give you that number here in a second. So you are owed severance. You can treat this as a termination. In fact, you don't need to treat it as a termination. It is a termination. Uh, and you can move on and get your severance, and, and that, that will be it. So that's what you wrote, Diana. Okay, great. Thank you. Thanks, Diana. Here is that number again, one 821 5900 Reach out. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. But here and now the phone number, plenty of time to go. Bring it on, 416-870-6400 is the way you call through. Roger, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Could be better, but I'm thankful. Uh, Tell us your story. Um, I work for Pattern Concrete. Um, I've been working there five and a half years. Um, I was supposed to, I was expecting to be placed in the union because it's a union environment, but for some reason, I'm always the only, I don't want to say it as if I'm being prejudicial, but I'm the, was only the black guy there. And he never put me in the union, and then one day he called me and he says, Roger, um, we're going in a new direction, and uh, we don't need you anymore. Lucky guy. 
Now, Roger, when was this? How long ago? A uh, couple months, couple, six weeks ago. Six weeks ago. And how long total did you work there for? Five years. Five years. From winter have to you, winter, yeah. Sorry, and have you gotten paid any severance? I've never got paid severance. I've never got paid benefits. I've never got paid overtime. I've never gotten paid vacation pay. Were, were they withholding taxes off your check? Um, it's one of those, um, no, I pay taxes because I did my um, taxes. I pay taxes every year I did my taxes, but he never gave me those things that I just outlined. Okay, but what I'm asking is, when you got paid every two weeks or every month, did, would he withhold taxes from your pay, or did you have to take care of the taxes on your own? Oh, he did the taxes also. I see. Okay. So, obviously, this whole arrangement is, is illegal if you, you're not getting paid overtime and vacation pay, etc. And, of course, you're also owed severance, and you could easily be owed six months' pay just on the severance front. Uh, so, there's a lot to discuss here and, and a lot of entitlements that you have. Uh, the good news is, Roger, this is not going to be difficult to resolve. Probably one or two letters from me is all that it's going to take. So what you need to do, and I wouldn't wait on this, uh, I want you to call me off air. Let's sit down. Let's have that discussion. I'll help you get what you're owed. Uh, what, what your employer did, obviously, was very, very illegal. Yeah, I had a feeling, but because uh, I was um, still making, I did like 60, 70 hours. Sometimes 80 hours a week. Mm. Sometimes I even did 85 hours a week. Well, there's overtime then that's owed to you. I mean, there's a lot that you would be owed. Vacation pay at a minimum would be 4% of what you're earning at a minimum. So, yeah, uh, Roger, uh, don't, don't, don't sit on this, my friend. Give me a call as soon as possible. Let's get you what you're owed. It's not right. Roger, appreciate the phone call and do so. Yeah, don't hesitate. Indeed, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. I said lucky guy because he escaped becoming part of the union, so this will actually benefit him in the end, right? Oh, significantly. If this happened yeah. while he was unionized, he wouldn't be getting anywhere near the same amount. So yes, it actually works out quite well. You bet. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Jack, you are up next. Good evening. Hi guys. Uh, my question is. You you got, you said that if you've been laid off since the beginning of COVID, I've been laid off since April first. I've been I haven't been called back. I haven't been contacted by my work. But I looked into it and I and I was told that I'm I can't do anything for severance until September fourth. Is that correct? No, that's not correct at all. I, absolutely not. You you can do you could have done something in April about severance. You could do something about severance right now. Now here's the thing. If you would like to see, if you go back to work, you may as well see what happens in September If you, because, you know, that's only a few weeks away, but you don't have to. You can decide to pursue severance right now if you want. Uh, the decision is yours. That September date, like I said, a lot of people have been misled by that. It does not change your ability and your right to pursue your severance. Where does that date come from? Is it just, uh, is it because the Ontario law, the six months or is that just a made-up date uh, no it's, it's it's not a made-up date uh, the government has 
change certain things under the Employment Standards Act. But the reality is that your, your severance, your, your, your full entitlements don't come from the Employment Standards Act. It comes from the common law. So without getting too technical, the changes that the government have implemented actually do not affect your ability to get severance. Uh, it may affect your ability to get that from the Ministry of Labor, but we wouldn't do that anyway. We would go through the legal process. So bottom line, uh, Jack, you can get severance now if you decide to. The decision is absolutely in your, in your hands. Do you think I have a good chance of getting it? Absolutely. Not even a question you do. Uh, if, if you've been off work since April, yeah, of course you, you can. I'm assuming the business is back to, to being uh, operational? Yeah, the business, their business never shut down. They laid off well, there you go. people, but yeah, they, they've always been open. Yeah, then absolutely yes. Like I said, you can wait to see what happens in September. If uh, September, that's two, three weeks away. That's fine. That's no, no, no problem. But you don't have to. You can decide to pursue your severance right now. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate your time. And to uh, follow up again, if you're thinking about uh, pulling the plug on it, yeah, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. But here and now, the uh, the number we use every night for you to call in, ask your questions four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. We'll get to uh, Ian. Ian, thanks for standing by. Good evening. Uh, thank you very much, Lioris. Good to have you back on the radio. Good to hear your voice again, buddy. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, thank you. Uh, so I'm going to make this real quick because I know a lot of people are trying to get through, but uh, I've recently resigned from a uh, position because um, <clears throat> uh, I found a better job, but uh, it was unionized, and um, they uh, they just renegotiated their contract, uh, and we were owed severance, uh, and they, they underpaid my severance based on the calculations. And uh, I'm just wondering if... Uh, because there's been a lot of problems with it. If they don't pay out all the money that's still owing, um, I've got a lot of company equipment, such as a radio and a phone and everything else. Um, can I be pursued? Like, do I? Can I legally hold on to that while they still owe me money, or am I obligated to return that equipment uh, even though they still owe me the money? And can I, I be? Uh, can I be held liable for for anything by doing taking an action such as that? So I'm very glad you asked this question, and the answer is absolutely you cannot, absolutely not hold on to that property. If you do, uh, despite the fact that they owe you money, it, it actually becomes a criminal matter. That could be considered theft, right? You, you took something of theirs that, that, that doesn't belong to you, and you know that could be a, a very serious criminal matter. Trust me, Ian, you don't want any part of that. Do the right thing. Return the, uh, the, the property to the company. Let the union pursue your, your entitlements, whatever those are. The union has to do it. But please, please, do not, do not play that game. Do not hold on to the property. You have to return it. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your, uh, your letting me know. I thought it might not be right, but I just wanted to know for certain. Again, glad to hear you back on the radio. Thank you, Lior. Thank you. Thanks, Ian. Good call. Your spidey sense is uh, as sharp as it could be. Yeah, get rid of it as soon as you can, that equipment. Got uh, Kathy on the air now. Kathy, thanks for standing by. Good evening. Hi. Good evening. Um, I'm calling from Ontario, but I'm calling on behalf of my sister who lives in Alberta. Um, I know Lior Samferi covers Ontario and B.C., but is there anything he can do in Alberta for us? 
So interesting. We're actually going to be uh, opening our office in Alberta in the new year in January. And for now, what I could do is I can connect her with an excellent lawyer that I, I know well and work very closely with. So if, if your, your sister wants to reach out to me, I'll connect her uh, with Kim, the lawyer in Alberta, and, and she'll be taken care of. So I can't do it myself, at least not now. I, I will in a few months, but right okay. now uh, she'll still be in very good hands. Okay. Um, is there any point in me explaining her situation to you? Sure. Let's do it. Um, so she's worked. For, she worked for a dentist for 20 years. She's a dental assistant. She worked for 20 years. That dentist was a man. He sold his business six years ago to a lady. Um, on my sister's um, employment agreement with the new lady dentist, um, the letter, her employment letter said, we will recognize your years of service with the original dentist. So basically, she's got 20 years of service. She's 65. It was during COVID um, that she was um, terminated. Uh, the uh, information on her employment record said that she was a seasonal worker. Hello. She'd worked there for 26 years. Um, but I do have to say that in the last two years, rather than working five days a week, she did cut back to four. But I don't understand why they listed her as a seasonal worker. They put uh, $6,000 in her bank account and said bye-bye. So, so she was let go, obviously, Kathy, right? Yeah, yeah. So, no, that, that's absolute nonsense. In Alberta, in Ontario, in BC, you name the province, that would be just as illegal. After 26 mm -hmm. years, she's probably owed right around two years' pay, 24 months' pay. So unless mm -hmm. she was making $3,000 a year, then uh, 6000 is uh, yeah, a bit less than what she's owed. So the good news is that that's not going to be difficult to resolve. These things are not complicated. They're straightforward. So mm -hmm. yes, you made the right call. Have her reach out to me or you can reach out to me off air so that I can connect you with the lawyer uh, in Alberta, okay. Kim. And, mm -hmm. and no, she, she is owed around two, two years pay, uh, Kathy. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Leo. Thank, thank you. Thanks, Kathy. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you that number, and uh, yeah, you can uh, you can go forth one uh, eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred again one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Please pass that on, and uh, we still got some time here. Bring them on four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. We have open lines here ready for your questions. Jerry, you're up next. Good evening. Hi. Good evening. Um, just a quick question. Long time listener. Love the show. Um, Thanks, man. But I used to work for um, regulations under the Ontario, and I was just wondering, you guys always talk about Ontario labor laws and all that. What about federally regulated employees? Does it vary different from that? So it depends on what we're talking about. So if we're talking about termination entitlements and severance and, and, and layoffs, no, those are the same whether you're provincially regulated or federally regulated. If we're talking about other things like overtime, for example, there's different rules of overtime for provincially regulated versus federally regulated, statutory holidays, etc. But the stuff that we always talk about, what happens if you lose your job, constructive dismissal, human rights, those things are going to be the same whether you work in a provincially regulated or a federally regulated, like, like a bank or trucking, etc. So for most things, those are they're going to be the same, Jerry, a provincial versus federal. Because I know you've talked in the past, if if, if an employee is uh, is um, I can't think of the word um, suspended. Sorry, suspended. Right. Um, right. Is that unpaid or paid? 
So an employer generally, this doesn't matter if it's federal or provincial, does not have a right to impose an unpaid suspension. Okay, there's no, autom- there's no right to do an unpaid suspension, meaning an employee that's been uh, suspended without pay can choose to treat that as a constructive dismissal. Now, that only applies to non-union uh, workplaces, but that, that is still the law regardless of whether you're federal or provincial. Now, it may not make sense for you to do that if you've been suspended for a day. You know, you're not going to like it, but it probably doesn't make sense to say constructive yeah. dismissal. But if it's a longer suspension, absolutely. It's not something an employer is allowed to do. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate your time. And uh, you want to reach out any further help at employmentlawyer.ca. You can always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca, wonderful website designed for you, chock full of employment law. There's also a section on disability law there as well. And wrapped up into the pocket employment lawyer would be the uh, the trustee severance pay calculator, which has been used for uh, so long, so many years, and much success by so many people, but we're still taking calls. We still got some time here on the Wednesday night edition, 416-870-6400. Al, you are up next. Good evening. Hi, how are you, sir? Good, sir. What's going on? So I I worked for Instacart up until yesterday. They terminated my contract. Um, I'm not looking for a severance or anything of the sort. I understand I'm an independent contractor. But I just feel it was wrongful dismissal, or at least it didn't warrant. What I did didn't warrant um, being terminated. What I did was I put the groceries in front of the wrong house. And when it was brought to my attention, I went back immediately and I recorded, I have a video recording of correcting the problem and handing the groceries to the correct uh, person. And I apologized and they, they told me via email that, Thank you for your service and good day, and that we will no longer communicate with you, uh, even via email. Um, now, just, Al, how, how long have you worked there for? I've been with Instacart for over one year now. Um, okay. But that being yep. said, there are like one month I'll make, you know, five thousand, and then one month I'll make one hundred. It depends because I work with a lot of companies like Uber Eats, uh, Skip the Dishes. So depending on my mood. I right, I, I get it. So, so you may actually be truly what we call an independent contractor, not not actually an employee. But what I'm what I'm gonna say to you really is gonna apply whether you're an employee or an independent contractor. And that is, anytime a company lets someone go, it's not a, it's it's a question of compensation. It's a question of severance, for lack of a better term. So. If to the extent that they let you go without good reason, they can let you go without good reason so long as they pay severance. Now, if you were an employee, you'd probably be looking at, you know, three months pay or so. As an independent contractor, you may be looking at very little, uh, depending on what your actual contract with this company says. It may be nothing. It may be a week's pay. It may be two weeks' pay. But that's what it comes down to. If they had just cause, if what you did was so, so bad, then they can let you go without any compensation. Because I agree with you from the sounds of it, it really wasn't that bad. They can still let you go, but it's a matter of how much compensation do they owe you. And the answer to that question, because you're not an employee, the answer to that question would be in the contract that you signed with them. Now, you know, again, I don't want any money. I don't believe I'm entitled to any. But could I, could I maybe push for wrongful dismissal and hope they give me my job back? Because I really enjoyed working well, with them. 
Well, there's no mechanism to get your job back. Keep in mind, a wrongful dismissal is simply a situation where a company lets you go without proper severance. So that's what a wrongful dismissal is. So the only thing that the law can do is get you compensation, get you severance. There's no mechanism to get you your job back, unfortunately. So that, unfortunately, unless they decide to because they, they, they change their mind, fine. There's no way to make them. So Al, really, it's only a question of compensation and severance. But one last thing, like during the during the Chinese virus, I was working 15 hour days and w risking my life delivering people's groceries. And then I make one mistake and they just get rid of me like that. Like, that's just it's, it's rude, man. It's so cold. I agree. It is rude. But as I said, it's, it's a matter of compensation. An employer is allowed to let you go at any time, pretty much for any reason, as long as they pay you the severance that they owed. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to comment on the comment that he made there. Yep, uh, appreciate the uh, the call. I'll uh, carry on here. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Chris, thanks for standing by. How are you? Hey, thanks a lot. Um, sad news today. My wife got let go from her company after twenty three and a half years. Um, they're all working from home. She's a tenured supervisor who's been outstanding and always got her bonuses. And now we find ourselves in this position um they're they're providing 48 weeks pay is that reasonable or what, what what's your opinion so uh 23 years of service uh how old is your wife chris and what kind of a job was she doing uh, she she's a supervisor you did say that but what uh how old is your wife seven Okay, so someone in your uh, in your wife's situation would be owed about 18 months pay. Okay, 18 it could be as high as 20 months. What they've offered her, unless my math is off, is about 11 months. So that's kind of close to half, or maybe just over half of what she's owed. So, Chris, that's not even close to being adequate. She's probably owed another good eight months pay, even potentially nine months pay. Uh, so please, please make sure whatever she does, that she does not accept that offer. She would be wait, walking away from uh, months and months of pay. Have her give me a call off air uh, or send me an email. Let me help her get what she's owed. It's not going to be difficult to do. And how, how do we, well, we've already been in touch with one uh, labor lawyer here in Burlington. Um, but... Um, what 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 does it cost to get in touch with you to review her severance package? There would be no cost in this situation. Listen, I'm not trying to tell you not to go to that lawyer in Burlington. It's whatever you and your wife are comfortable with. If you want my help or my team's help, by all means, reach out to us. Let's have that chat and discuss. It, it you know, it's it's up to you. But whatever she does, she cannot accept. That's the only thing I, I definitely don't want her to do. Appreciate the call, Chris. Going to move on to uh, Tim. Hey, Tim, you got about two minutes before we wrap it up. If you want to ask a quick question, go for it. You're on the air. Hello? Yep, go ahead, Tim. Hello. we got about uh, two minutes to go. Yeah, I've got an employee uh, of mine who uh, asked to uh, to be let go, kind of, like to go take care of a sibling that, was, that had a medical issue. Um, this employee contacted me about uh, – and, and – oh, I don't know when, but uh, they contacted me and asked me if the, uh, they could come back in three weeks. And I said, okay. And that was about five weeks ago. Now, I need to replace this employee. Do I, do I have to pay her out or give her any kind of severance? Or just if this employee decides to say, like, next week, yeah, I want to come back to work. And so, so here's I what you do, uh, Tim. 
Here's, here's what you do. Uh, because you want to make sure that there was no misunderstanding, that she understood that you're giving her more time off, send an email, okay, saying okay. We, we had an, uh, an understanding, an agreement. You'll be back after three weeks. Uh, you're not back. I haven't heard from you. Unless you're back by Monday, whatever the date is, I'm going to have to consider you as resigned, and, and that's it. So do that. Make sure that there's that communication with her. If she comes back to work, she comes back to work. If she doesn't come back, listen, you've done what you can. You can consider to have resigned, and, and you wouldn't have to pay any severance in that situation. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thank thanks, Tim. All right. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Appreciate that. If there's any uh, problem with it following up, uh, you can do that as well. And we're pretty much going to wrap it for tonight. We had a whole bunch of content to get through, but that's good. We prefer the phone calls and prefer answering some questions. So we'll do it again next time around. Uh, Monday night, Wednesday night, the weekend shows. Of course, you catch the Employment Law Show on Global TV and CTV on the weekend. So check that out. And contact, easy, 1-855-821-5900. Reach out to Lior and the rest of his awesome team. The email address we use is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And the Pocket Employment Lawyer, it's designed just for you, free, anonymous, 24-7, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca is where you want to go. Appreciate your time. Stick around. Do not move a muscle. On point, Alex Pearson coming right back on Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.